89.7 FM and online at oldhamcommunityradio.com and featuring all its best from the King of Instruments. This is Community Keyboards with Ian Wollstonehall. And welcome to this edition of Community Keyboards on air and online, featuring music and conversation from the King of Instruments in all its guises. On this programme, a chance to hear a new recording from Brett Wales, and we'll be joined once again by Andy Carville, who comes to the assistance of another listener in Ask Andy. Now, on my shelf at home, I have several Brett Wales CDs from over many years, and you can always pretty much guarantee that the musical content is produced to the highest standards with lots of new and refreshing material. Mr Blue Sky is Brett's latest offering, and it's available as a digital download direct to your device only. Here's the title track played on Versisonic OAX.
Bert Wales and the ELO hit Mr Blue Sky. Certainly a superb arrangement, as are all the tracks on the album. And we'll dip into the new recording again a little later, and I'll give you all the details of where to get a copy. For now, from one of the latest products and software, to an instrument which cropped up in a recent conversation with a colleague, and one which, to my surprise, I'd never heard of, and I wondered how many listeners likewise. The Las Piñas Bamboo Organ in St Joseph's Parish Church in Las Piñas, Philippines, is a 19th century church organ. It's known for its unique organ pipes. Of its 1,031 pipes, 902 are made of bamboo. It was completed after six years of work in 1824 by Father Diego Serra, the builder of the town's stone church and its first resident Catholic parish priest. After age and numerous disasters had rendered the musical instrument unplayable for a long time, in 1972 the national government and the local community joined together to have the organ shipped to Germany for restoration. For its anticipated return in 1975, the home church of the bamboo organ and the surrounding buildings were restored to the 19th century state by architect Francisco Magnosa and partner Ludwig Alvarez in time for its scheduled return. The annual International Bamboo Organ Festival, a music festival of classical music, was started to celebrate the music of the reborn instrument and its unique sound. Since 1992, Professor Armando Salzara has been the titular organist of the Bamboo Organ. He's also the artistic director of the International Bamboo Organ Festival, now the longest-running annual international music festival held in the country. The organ was declared a national cultural treasure of the Philippines in 2003. St Joseph's Parish Church, with the famous organ and the church museum at the old convent house, is a popular tourist destination for Filipinos and foreign visitors alike in Las Piñas. Well, here's the Allegro from Sonata in A by Carlos Seixas, played by Armando Salzara.
Allegro from Sonata in A by Carlos Seixas, played by Armando Salzara on the bamboo organ in Las Piñas. In November last year, I reported the tragic news of the passing of organist John Kiffin, and since then there have been many tributes to the artist across many different platforms. John and fellow musicians Alex McAllister and Alan Murray were in the process of collaborating on a piece planned to be released for Christmas last, but with the sad events which transpired, the arrangement of Only You was not completed. Nonetheless, as a tribute, Alex and Alan included the track in a special edition of the Klaus Wunderlich podcast, a link to which is on the Community Keyboards Facebook page. With their kind permission, here are Alex McAllister and Alan Murray on Korg, Kurtzweil and Yamaha keyboards.
Only You, played by Alex McAllister and Alan Murray. Well, let's return now to the album from Brett Wales, which is entitled Mr Blue Sky, and has 15 tracks, all played by Brett on Versus Sonic OAX, and it's been recorded in his studio in Nottingham. You can download the album from his website shop, www.brettwales.com, and the album costs £10. So to take us up to the break, how about this great ABBA track, Angel Eyes?
You're listening to Community Keyboards on Oldham Community Radio 99.7 FM with Ian Wollstenholm. Welcome back to the programme, where you heard their Southern Nights, a free download from brettwales.com, featuring Brett, his daughter Beth, Carl Bingham and Pete Shaw. And there are several other items to download there for free. Well, sticking with the new releases, I've been promised the new recording by Dr. Carol Williams. And see, it's now available via her website, www.melcott.com. The album is entitled Rejoice with Dr. Carol, and it's a mix of familiar and some brand new compositions. Well, here's a sneak preview of one such from the pen of Carol called Cantabile Opus 27, and it's played on the new hybrid organ by Viscount. Thank you. 
Carol Williams at the Viscount Hybrid Organ, and I look forward to some more tracks from this delightful album in due course. Now, it was very sad to read of the passing of Dr Francis Jackson, aged a grand 104 years last month. He began his career in 1929 at York Minster as a chorister and later a pupil of Sir Edward Bairstow, and in 1946, following his death, was appointed as the organist and master of the choristers of York Minster, where he remained until retiring in 1982. This recording, made in 1990, is one of the finest examples of Francis Jackson playing Bairstow's Prelude in C.
Sir Edward Cuthbert Bairstow's Prelude in C was played on the organ of York Minster by the late Dr Francis Jackson. Now, it's always a pleasure to hear from listeners, and Arthur from Oldham has asked if we can play Waltzing Matilda by any artist on any instrument. Well, Arthur, I hope you enjoy this live recording by Alessandro Pitorino at St Mary's Anglican Church in South Perth in Western Australia. So, a very appropriate location on an unspecified digital pipe organ. His arrangement is actually called Festive March on Waltzing Matilda, complete with audience participation. Alessandro Pitorino, and I hope that fitted the bill, Arthur. Now, to take us up to the break, Alan and Irene Griffiths from Shaw have asked if we can include the original Ethel Smith recording of Tico Tico. Originally featured in the 1944 MGM picture Bathing Beauty, here is the Bando Karaoke featuring Miss Ethel Smith on the Hammond. There's nothing quite like it, is there? Thank you. 
at 99.7 FM and online at oldhamcommunityradio.com. This is Community Keyboards with Ian Wollstoneholm. Andy Carville there, and a brilliant arrangement of Caravan on Korg PA-1000. And, as if by magic, Andy should be on the other end of this line, all set 
to help a listener. Hello, Andy. All important Hello. question. Are you there? Oh, I can hear you. I, I am indeed here. The here I am. The technology is working. It's fantastic. So it's what, fantastic. Are we, what are we going to to, uh, to help somebody with today then, Andy? Well, we've got another, actually another really big question. I, I don't know why we keep getting big questions. It would be lovely just to have something really simple, like, you know, what sound should I use for the trumpet voluntary or something like that? That would be <laughs> that would be really good. But we have a huge question here, and this has come from a Mr. Blake uh, from Sheffield. His question is this. I would like to ask Andy how I can improve my timing. Good grief. I have a keyboard and use many of the different accompaniments a lot. But my wife says what I play doesn't sound quite right. And I think it's my timing, which has never been a strong point. I used to have an organ and didn't have such a big problem on that. Any advice? So there's a couple of clues in that question, which I'll come back to in a moment. But let's just, timing. Wow, what a what a huge subject that I could talk for several hours on, and everybody would be fast asleep. But let's um, let's just start from the very beginning, very briefly. For me, timing is one of the big three topics about playing any musical instruments. There are lots of different topics. You've got expression and dynamics and all those sort of things. But there are three big ones. And that for me is simply melody. Well, you've got you've got to have a tune. You've got to have harmony, which is the bit supporting the tune. And you've also then got to have timing. And timing for me is like the glue that sticks all the music together. It makes it all work properly. And you could play a melody and you could play some harmony and your timing be all over the place. And the tune would sort of sound okay, but it wouldn't sound right. It frankly wouldn't sound very good. So really, you've got to get your timing right. You've got to get there uh, for a good performance of your piece of music, whatever it is. Now, actually, even if somebody doesn't play any musical instrument at all, we all have a knowledge of timing, believe it or not. When we go to our to our um, wedding party or our Christmas party or indeed a number 10 party, no, I can't really say that. No, anyway. uh, when we go to a party and we all listen to the disco playing and we get up and dance and jiggle around, we are dancing to the beat, the pulse of the music. And that is the very heart of um, timing it's the beat and pulse of the music so um, if, if you know something about music you know that music is broken down into different bars and you have a certain amount of beats or pulse in each bar that you count along to so there are two basic things you need to know here you need to know your time signatures which is actually quite easy. The very basic time signatures, 4-4, four, four, simply means you've got four beats, four pulses per bar. 3-4 means you've got three pulses per bar. So that's that's quite straightforward. And then you need to know your note values. So you need to know how much, sorry, how long each note is going to be. Um, so you need to know that a crotchet, which is a filled in thing with a tail on it, is worth one beat. And you need to know that. I'm not going to go into that detail because we'll be here for hours. So uh, you need to know your note values. But this is the bit that people get a little bit in trouble with. And this is maybe what your problem is, Mr. Blake, that you need that pulse, that 
beat to be constant. So you can't have a pulse which sometimes is slow and sometimes is fast, sometimes jumps around all over the place. It needs to be a constant pulse. And actually, when you're learning a piece of music, that pulse can be really slow. In other words, your tempo can be slow. And as you get used to a piece of music, you can gradually speed it up. And I don't mean gradually in one playing session. I mean, let's play it once through really slow. Let's play it once through slow. Let's play it once through a bit faster than slow. You get the idea. You get the idea. So I think what you're what you're doing here, Mr. Blake, and, and this may be um, something to learn about your keyboard, is the organ that you used to have there's a good chance it didn't have many accompaniment styles on. And perhaps you just used to play holding a chord with your left hand, holding a pedal and playing the melody. And it, frankly, it wasn't so obvious, perhaps, that your timing was a little bit awry. Now, there's a slight problem with the keyboard and particularly with the fantastic accompaniment patterns that they have built onto them. Those accompaniment patterns are absolutely brilliant. But to make the most of those brilliant accompaniment patterns, you have to play your timing correctly. Because if you play your timing off and you've got some big band like we just heard in Caravan going frantic, going nuts in the background there, it becomes very obvious when you're not in time with that band. And maybe if you were playing a piece on your organ, perhaps just with some rhythm going away in the background if you were slightly off it wasn't so obvious and suddenly now it's becoming obvious with your huge accompaniment patterns playing in the background that you're not in time with that accompaniment pattern now <clears throat> the advice which you may not like is you've got to go back a few stages and you've got to focus on getting your timing in your right hand in the in the tune and the timing of your chord changes You've got to get them right. And that probably means going back, playing the piece, perhaps just using the metronome. I'm sure your keyboard will have a metronome effect. Just use the metronome, counting out, be it three or four or however many beats you've got in each bar, just tapping away and to slowly get your melody and your chord changes correct. Uh, and that means you can start slow, as I mentioned before, slowly, every time you play the piece, get a little bit faster until you reach that desired tempo and then add your accompaniment pattern in afterwards. But I will warn you, Mr. Blake, this is not a five minute job. This is not something that you'll do uh, instantly. You need to make sure you understand your time signature just simply how many beats you have in the bar. Make sure you know your note values. That one's worth two counts. That one's worth four counts. Oh, that one's tied there. So actually it's a four tied to a one. So it's a five, you've got a five uh, count note there. And you need to know all of those basic things uh, and then put them into practice. But um, I have to say, I have a few students, uh, piano students or keyboard students, etc. And timing is one of the hardest things for um, people learning to play to, to really grasp onto. And the most constant mistake I find is 
that they don't keep that pulse regular. So if you listen to a metronome, a metronome ticks with great accuracy. And, and that is your pulse that you have to stick to. I've gone on a bit there, Ian. I do apologise about that. But I, I, I hope that uh, that helps Mr. Blake. Go back, get your basics right, and you'll find it better playing with your accompaniment patterns on your, on your keyboard. But carry on playing. Keep enjoying yourself. That's the most important thing. Keep enjoying it. Andy, I entirely agree. Timing is that old chestnut, isn't it? I still have... Um, many happy memories. In fact, I've still got it here in the little studio at home. Uh, my my old um, analog metronome, the proper one with the uh, the windy up bit on it and the side. And you know, there was something about having that that awareness uh, of keeping a good time from day one. Uh, and it does genuinely stay with you forever, doesn't it, Andy? So I'm yes, sure if, if Mister if Mister Blake, as you said, strips things back just goes back to getting that beat and that pulse then it will make huge difference to his his and then the other body anybody else that's listening uh playing there yeah wonderful it's it's worth mentioning andy we've 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 popped uh, all your ask andy um questions and answers on our new look communitykeyboards.co.uk website so people can go direct to a very special page just called Ask Andy and it also gives you the chance to um, click a little button and send a question through to us if you uh, if you suddenly think goodness me Andy's a mine of information I'm sure he'll help me and I know you will won't you <laughs> or if you're suffering from insomnia that's a great page to go to and you'll be drifting off in no time. <laughs> nonsense, nonsense, sir. Thank you. Thank you for all your words of wisdom once again, Andy. It's always a pleasure yeah, to chat. It's, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you very much indeed. nostalgic sounds of the theatre organ to the latest digital home keyboards. It's right here on Community Keyboards with Ian Wollstonehome. After a short break, two winners now from the TDP Keyboard Music Forum. Each month, this friendly group of online amateur home keyboard players is invited to submit performance entries around a set theme and following an inter-member voting process, a winner or winners if it's an overall tie emerge. We include the items on the programme to give a little bit of free publicity and reach to other home players. The last competition was at the end of 2021, where the challenge was to play a winter song. In this case, two winners, John Davis playing Tyros 5 and Let It Snow, and Jackie Cordia from France playing On the Snows of Kilimanjaro on her Tyros 4, both were the victors. Well, let's hear both right now.
the nostalgic sounds of the theatre organ to the latest digital home keyboards. It's right here on Community Keyboards with Ian Wollstonehome. Some sad news to end the programme this time, with the passing of Ernest Hart last month. Ernest was responsible for so many Copeman Hart classical organ installations across the land, but introduced his love for the theatre organ when he designed the Copeman Hart touring organ in the late 1980s. This was something of a pioneering digital organ for its time, and even though things did not quite go according to plan when it was presented at the Stockport Town Hall long before the Wurlitzer there, nevertheless it did have a very unique sound, as William Davis demonstrates here. got to sing a torch song William Davis on the Coltman Hart Theatre Organ designed by Ernest Hart who passed away on the 16th of January aged 87. And that's about all we have time for on this edition. A reminder that as always you can replay any part of the programme from either www.oldhamcommunityradio.com or via your usual podcast provider by searching for community keyboards. Our website, www.communitykeyboards.co.uk, has all our social media and contact links and much more. For the moment, this is Ian Wilson-Holm saying thanks very much for listening. Take care, all the best, and bye-bye.